The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we experience loss or grief, our soul seeks answers to the questions, How will I respond? What do I do now? Welcome to A Light for the Soul That Weeps, with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. You are beginning a journey of understanding how choosing your thoughts inspires your feelings and transforms your life. To guide you, here is Dayton Ann Williams. Welcome. I appreciate you joining me this evening as we discuss how our experience can be an opportunity for us to evolve and expand in ways that were previously unknown to us. We began our journey of healing together with a quote from Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, a French philosopher and Jesuit priest. And for our reflection, I would like to read it again. In the final analysis, the questions of why bad things happen to good people transmutes itself into some very different questions. No longer asking why something happened, but asking how we will respond, what we intend to do now that it happened. This quote became the foundation of our journey. And each week we have explored answers to question, what do we intend to do now that it happened? Each choice we make either supports our path to healing or delays our path to healing. We acknowledge that we are responsible for our thoughts, feelings, and choices. And this acknowledgement represents our strength and our power to move forward and live an abundant life. I would like to share an article on the AARP website that was forwarded to me by Alex several months ago. It is titled, Top 5 Regrets of the Dying, and the author is Bronnie Ware. While this is an article written from thoughts and feelings expressed by those in the final weeks of their lives, it serves as a source of wisdom. It provides us with a perspective that invites us to pause and reflect on our life what is important, what really matters. It is truly a gift of infinite value, and we can receive it with appreciation from those who have walked their journey and reflected on the paths taken. Don't wait 
until your health fails before living the life you want to live. For many years, I worked in palliative care. My patients were those who had gone home to die. Some incredibly special times were shared. I was with them for the last three to 12 weeks of their lives. People grow a lot when they are faced with their own mortality. I learned never to underestimate someone's capacity for growth. Some changes were phenomenal. Each experienced a variety of emotions as expected. Denial, fear, anger, remorse, more denial, and eventually acceptance. Yet every single patient found peace before departing. Every one of them. When questioned about any regrets they had or anything they would do differently, common themes surfaced. And here are the most common five. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me. This was the most common regret of all. When people realize that their life is almost over and look back clearly on it, it is easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people have not honored even half of their dreams and had to die knowing that it was due to choices they'd made are not made. It's important to try to honor at least some of your dreams along the way. It's too late once you lose your health. Health brings a freedom very few realize until they no longer have it. Number two, I wish I didn't work so hard. This came from every male patient I nursed. They missed their children's youth and their partner's companionship. Women also spoke of this regret, but as most were from an older generation, many of the female patients had not been breadwinners. All of the men I nursed deeply regretted spending so much of their lives on the treadmill of a work existence. By simplifying your lifestyle and making conscious choices along the way, it is possible to not need the income that you think you do. And by creating more space in your life, you become happier and more open to new opportunities, ones more suited to your new lifestyle. Number three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Many people suppressed their feelings in order to keep peace with others. As a result, they settled for a mediocre existence and never became who they were truly capable of becoming. Many developed illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result. We cannot control the reactions of others. However, although people may initially react when you change the way you are by speaking honestly, 
in the end, it raises the relationship to a whole new and healthier level. Either that, or it releases the unhealthy relationship from your life. Either way, you win. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Often they would not truly realize the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks, and it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their own lives that they had to let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. It is common for anyone in a busy lifestyle to let friendships slip. But when you are faced with your approaching death, the physical details of life fall away. People do want to get their financial affairs in order if possible, but it is not money or status that holds the true importance for them. They want to get things in order more for the benefit of those they love. Usually, though, they are too ill and weary to ever manage this task. It all comes down to love and relationships in the end. That is all that remains in the final weeks, love and relationships. Number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. This is a surprisingly common one. Many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions, as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content. When deep within, They longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. When you are on your deathbed, what others think of you is a long way from your mind. How wonderful to be able to let go and smile again, long before you are dying. Life is a choice. It is your life. Choose consciously. Choose wisely and choose honestly. Choose happiness. This is a powerful message. And these words support what we have been discussing these past few weeks. Courage to live our life and express our true self with integrity the importance of love and relationships, choosing to live our life consciously, wisely, and honestly, and choosing happiness. Our experience has given us an opportunity to pause and reflect on our life, to choose how we will show up in this time and space to cultivate our dreams, to create an abundant life, to give and receive love. 
the time to take a short break is approaching. And during our break, I encourage you to reflect on these five themes that are universal for all of us. What do you identify with? What changes could you make? What action would you take? Do you choose consciously, wisely, and honestly? Do you choose happiness? When we return, we will continue our discussion and discover what opportunities are presented to us. This is Dayton Ann Williams, and you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I hope that during our break, you had the opportunity to begin discovering some changes you would make and actions that you would take 
to live a life that is congruent with who you truly are. I would like to begin this segment by reading a paragraph from David Simon's book, Vital Energy. The secret to living a vital life is to live a vital life. Our internal dialogue determines our reality and is ultimately our responsibility. We all know people who seem to have it all, family, a challenging job, material abundance, but who are constantly lamenting about what is missing. We may also know other people, perhaps with physical disabilities, who despite severe challenges, prize each day of their lives as a supreme gift. Their hearts are open and they allow life to flow through them without resentment. If we are prepared to live consciously, we can use the gift of our emotions to gain access to previously closed corridors of our heart and soul that offer us the immeasurable gifts of freedom and wisdom. Wow, and that is a powerful paragraph, and the authenticity of the words resonates. Our internal dialogue does determine our reality, and it is the reason why being cognizant of our thoughts is so important. We are creating our life from our thoughts because they produce feelings and impact our choices. Are we living a vital life? This is our opportunity to review our life and determine if it is a vital life, an abundant life. Simon's message indicates how our emotions offer the gateway to opportunities that result in freedom. And that is what we all want, to live our life freely, openly, honestly, to be happy. And the beautiful truth is, the power to do so is within us. In this moment, everything can change. So what is holding us back? What are we holding on to? What is preventing us from living a vital life? The answer for each of us is within us. It is a matter of listening to our thoughts and what they are creating and the feelings that are resulting. It is always a choice. If I am not living a vital life, I am holding on to something At some point, I must make a choice. What do I want more? To continue to suffer or to live an abundant life? Let's look at another perspective of living a vital life. 
And this message comes from Amanda. Living life in the spirit of play takes us back to our childhood, to a time where we were curious, open, and willing to try new things. And then it started clicking for me. Living in the spirit of play means being curious and open to explore. It means trying new and different things with gusto. It means living from a judgment-free space. It means dreaming big dreams. It means living in the present, not in the past or in the future, but in the current moment. It means wringing every drop of happiness out of each experience. It means taking risks and living life to the fullest. How amazingly wonderful. What would you do if you were bold enough to live life in the spirit of play? It's an excellent question. What would you do? If we commit to honestly answering this question, we can change our reality immediately. This is our life. We are either creating our experiences or we are creating how we will respond to those experiences that happened in our outer world. Either way, we are responsible. We can choose to be bold, to live our life in the spirit of play. We have been discussing living a vital life and recognizing that it is a matter of choice. Sometimes it is beneficial to allow our mind to focus on specific actions that we can take to benefit us. And as I have mentioned before, loss and grief is a stressor, and it affects us cognitively, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and socially. And here is a list of eight ways to control stress. The author is unknown. Simple modifications in posture, habits, thought and behavior often go a long way toward reducing feelings of stress and tension. Here are eight quick and simple things you can do immediately to help keep your stress level under control. Number one, control your anger. Watch for the next instance in which you find yourself becoming annoyed or angry at something trivial or unimportant, then practice letting go. Make a conscious choice not to become angry or upset. Do not allow yourself to waste thought and energy where it isn't deserved. Effective anger management is a tried and true stress reducer. Number two, breathe. Breathe slowly 
and deeply. Before reacting to the next stressful occurrence, take three deep breaths and release them slowly. If you have a few minutes, try out breathing exercises such as meditation or guided imagery. Number three, slow down. Whenever you feel overwhelmed by stress, practice speaking more slowly than usual. You'll find that you think more clearly and react more reasonably to stressful situations. Stressed people tend to speak fast and breathlessly. By slowing down your speech, you'll also appear less anxious and more in control of any situation. Number four, complete one simple thing to do. Jumpstart an effective time management strategy. Choose one simple thing you have been putting off. For example, returning a phone call or making a doctor's appointment and do it immediately. Just taking care of one nagging responsibility can be energizing and can improve your attitude. Number five, get some fresh air. Get outdoors for a brief break. Our grandparents were right about the healing power of fresh air. Don't be deterred by foul weather or or a full schedule. Even five minutes on a balcony or terrace can be rejuvenating. Number six, avoid hunger and dehydration. Drink plenty of water and eat small nutritious snacks. Hunger and dehydration, even before you're aware of them, can provoke aggressiveness and exasperate feelings of anxiety and stress. Number seven, do a quick posture check. Hold your head and shoulders upright and avoid stooping or slumping. Bad posture can lead to muscle tension, pain, and increased stress. Number eight, recharge at the day's end. Plan something rewarding for the end of your stressful day, even if only a relaxing bath or a half an hour with a good book. Put aside work, housekeeping, or family concerns for a brief period before bedtime and allow yourself to fully relax. Don't spend this time planning tomorrow's schedule or doing chores you did didn't get around to during the day. Our time to take a short break is approaching. During our break, I encourage you to reflect on our discussion. What did you find inspiring? What actions can you take? This is Dayton Ann Williams, and you have been listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on The Voice America empowerment channel. Please stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I hope that during our break you were able to identify something that has inspired you, along with some actions you can take. Our discussion this evening has highlighted how a vital life is attributed to the same components that affect us when we are experiencing loss and grief. Cognition, emotion, physical, spiritual, and social. And the wonderful result, regardless of our experience, we have the power to choose. This is personal freedom. If you have ever watched The Secret, you may recall the story about the woman who used the power of laughter, among other things, to restore her body from the onslaught of cancer. There was a clip of her and her husband watching a funny program, and they were laughing passionately. Her story was truly inspiring. Her commitment to healing was deliberate and steadfast. She held the belief that her body was healthy and made choices that supported 
her belief. We have all heard the statement, laughter is the best medicine. And I found an article that explores this in more depth on the Gaim.com website titled, A Laugh-A-Day, How to Improve Your Health with a Chuckle. I first read about laughing clubs a few years ago, and when I did, I'm pretty sure that I laughed out loud. After all, who wouldn't chuckle at the idea of a group of people who met daily around dawn at a park just to laugh? The club, which apparently was started by a physician in Mumbai, India, operated like this. Once the group had assembled, someone started to giggle. This prompted the rest of the group to guffaw, then chortle, then crack up, and finally dissolve in fits of laughter. I seem to remember the article mentioning that laughing was a good abdominal workout. Clearly, a lot more fun than sit-ups. And I didn't hear much about it after that. But not long ago, I happened to catch a CNN video on laughing clubs, which seemed to be springing up around the world. Among the most popular is laughter yoga, which is becoming something of a global phenomenon. Clubs can be found all over the world, including cities throughout the United States. As we all know, laughter is the best medicine. The medical community may quibble over the word best, but clearly there are some tangible benefits. Researchers have found that adults laugh about 17 times a day, and regular laughter decreases stress, improves the immune system, and boosts endorphin levels. If nothing else, laughter does ensure that we live in the moment. Meanwhile, it's pretty clear that laughter is just as contagious as they say. I'll be honest, watching these, I'm not sure if I'm laughing at these folks or along with them. And I'm not sure that it matters. Even reading this article makes me smile. A few months ago, Alex sent me a book that was a collection of funny quotes and pictures. And I read the whole book in one sitting and thoroughly enjoyed every minute. Some of the quotes made me simply smile. Some made me chuckle. And there were a few that I was laughing so hard, tears were running down my cheeks. There is no doubt I feel better after I have laughed. I recall one evening I was out with friends and the evening was filled with laughter. By the time I got home, I noticed that my cheeks were sore from stretching the muscles around my mouth. I figured I was out of practice with laughing and it was a motivator to bring more laughter into my life. And to this day, whenever I recall that evening, I feel a huge grin creep across my face. Friends and laughter, it's always a good combination. The energy exchange is absolutely delightful. Perhaps you recall a few weeks ago, 
when I encouraged you to make a list of 10 things that make you smile. Have you had an opportunity to revisit the list? Did it motivate you to come up with 20 things, 50 things? Could you create a list of 100 things that make you smile? It would be enlightening and a powerful experience. It would give you the opportunity to review your life and determine if this is an area that would be beneficial to bring more focus to. If it is a challenge to come up with 100 things that make you smile, that would be an indicator. It definitely is an area where bringing focus would bring a wealth of benefit to you. If you wish to glimpse inside a human soul and get to know a man, don't bother analyzing his ways of being silent, of talking, of weeping, of seeing how much he is moved by noble ideas. You will get better results if you just watch him laugh. If he laughs well, he's a good man. Dostoevsky. How can you bring more laughter into your life? Typically, we enjoy inspiring quotes and music that makes our hearts swell with joy, and often we deliberately bring these into our lives. But what about laughter? Do we intentionally laugh for absolutely no reason? Do we make laughter a priority in our life? because it supports our desire to live abundantly in every area of our life. It is well worth exploring laughter and how we can ensure that is very much a part of our daily life. The most wasted of all days is the one without laughter, E.E. Cummings. The time to take a short break is approaching. During the break, I encourage you to jot down things that make you smile or ways that you can bring more laughter into your life. And if you need some encouragement or assistance, watching a funny movie or a YouTube video can bring the desired results. When we return, we will continue our discussion of opportunities and possibilities. This is Dayton Ann Williams. And you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. 
It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I hope that during the break, you had an opportunity to jot down some things that make you smile, or you were able to explore how you can bring more laughter into your life. Before we begin this last segment of our show this evening, I would like to extend an invitation for you to call in. The number is 888-346-9141. I would love to hear what opportunities you have taken to create a vital life after your experience. And as always, you may send me an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. If you have a topic that you would like for us to, to discuss in a future show, or if you simply would like to share your journey with me, Our topic this evening has been exploring the possibility that our experience is an opportunity. An opportunity is defined as a possible choice. And we have learned that we are responsible for our thoughts, feelings, and choices. Our experience has given us an opportunity to pause and review, to refine and restructure our lives in a way that will benefit who we are and what we want to create. We began this evening reminding ourselves of Deschardins' question, what will we do now that it happened? And we read an article on the top five regrets of the dying that was both powerful and thought-provoking. It was filled with wisdom that we can benefit from and take actions that give us an opportunity to remove regrets from our lives. Today, 
we can begin to live an abundant life. We, we reviewed a paragraph from Vital Energy and discussed the spirit of play. And then we explored eight quick and simple things we can do to remove stress from our lives. We then explored laughter and the value it provides, the joy it brings. Everything we have discussed is within our power to control. It is taking responsibility for our thoughts, feelings, and choices. It is intentionally creating a vital life, an abundant life for ourselves. Whenever we feel vulnerable or fearful, we can change this feeling immediately. And we do this by changing our thoughts, by making choices that are congruent with the life we want to create. A quote from Abraham Hicks is supportive of our discussion this evening. I let nothing trouble me. I look for what feels good and talk about it incessantly. I make everything that wasn't pleasant irrelevant to my experience. How do I feel right now? I ignore the absence and focus on the feeling of what I want. I find this quote compelling. There have been times in the past when I have read this quote and I could actually feel the resistance within me. There was a part of me that held on to my experience, to my pain. It was also a challenge to ignore the absence because it was all-consuming. It was in my face. And at those times, I just kept moving forward. I continued to focus on the feeling of what I wanted. And that is an important aspect of this path to healing. Because everything is vibrational, everything is energy, Our feelings are extremely important. Positive thoughts are both powerful and necessary, yet our feelings uh, supercharge our thoughts. They bring about change more quickly and that our vibrational level is elevated more quickly. I can say the words, I love you, And I can feel good and positive. And I can close my eyes and say, I love you. And as I focus on the feeling of those words convey, the results are far more powerful. I feel the energy move throughout my entire body. And I have practiced this for some time. I am deliberate in choosing my words 
and I am also intentional in ensuring my feelings are supportive of what I want. Our experience happened. There is nothing we can do to change that. What is within our power is what we intend to do now, what possible choice we will make, what actions we will take. I would like to read a passage from Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Mastery of Love. The book is amazing, and I highly recommend it as it offers another perspective of what we have been discussing these past several weeks. Once we have cleaned our wounds, we are going to use a powerful medicine to accelerate the process of healing. Of course, the medicine also comes from the same great master. It is love. Love is the medicine that accelerates the process of healing. There is no other medicine but unconditional love. Not, I love you if, or I love myself if. There is no if. There is no justification. There is no explanation. It is just to love. Love yourself, love your neighbor, and love your enemies. This is simple, common sense. But we cannot love others until we love ourselves. That is why we must begin with self-love. There are millions of ways to express your happiness. But there is only one way to really be happy. And that is to love. There is no other way. You cannot be happy if you don't love yourself. That is a fact. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love another either. But you can have a need for love. And if there's someone who needs you, that's what humans call love. That is not love. That is possessiveness. That is selfishness. That is control with no respect. Don't lie to yourself. That is not love. Love coming out of you is the only way to be happy. Unconditional love for yourself. Complete surrender to that love for yourself. You no longer resist life. You no longer reject yourself. You no longer carry all that blame and guilt. You just accept who you are and accept everyone else the way he or she is. You have the right to love, to smile, to be happy, to share your love, and to not be afraid to receive it also. That is the healing. Three simple points. The truth, forgiveness, and self-love.
This is a beautiful passage. And the wisdom has been with us throughout the ages and brought to us again and again and again by various teachers. I have heard this teaching throughout my entire life. Yet it wasn't until I experienced domestic violence that I used the opportunity to delve into this concept and explore the breadth and depth of its meaning. I believed I loved myself, yet my experience revealed that was not the truth. Not fully, not completely. Otherwise, that experience could not have entered my life. Yet it became an opportunity to heal, to fully and truly learn to love myself. Our time this week has come to a close, and I hope that you have enjoyed our time together this evening. I certainly have. And as you continue to walk your path of healing, I wish you well on your journey and leave you with this thought. You are your unique expression of the divine in this time and space. And as you travel your path, may love always fill your heart and light your way. I look forward to next week when we explore the art of appreciation. This is Dayton Ann Williams, and you have been listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Blessings to you. We are delighted you've chosen to join us this week on A Light for the Soul That Weeps. Next week, Dayton Ann Williams will return with another engaging program designed to help you move forward on your journey. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And have a beautiful week. Thank you.